so it's October 2nd. <clears throat> I know I said I was ending season two a little early, but now, tomorrow, I'm driving from Sparta, Illinois to Nashville, Tennessee, and back in a single day. So that's a, that's a long jump. Sparta is about 45 minutes east, southeast of St. Louis. So if you can imagine driving basically from St. Louis to Nashville and back, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. I'm doing a one day turnaround because uh, my friend, so I'm installing a hotspot at her place, but she doesn't have the spare bedroom in her new house <clears throat> squared away yet. And frankly, I don't want to miss too many more days of driving. The last couple of months since I've been in the St. Louis area, I've really fallen behind by not getting enough money uh, driving every day uh, because I'm taking, because of all the stuff that's happening, three, four, five days off every week. And obviously I can't pay bills that way. This week I had a funeral and everything, so <clears throat> it was just uh, situational, nothing I could do about that. But at the same time, I still got to pay bills. They don't just stop coming. So even though I live in the RV life, I just, you know, you know how it is. You still got something you got to pay for. In my case, I chose to get a brand new RV after I left Amazon instead of keeping the paid off one because the amount of money they were offering me on that old one was just ridiculous. Um, and the price cut on the new one because they couldn't get it off the lot was kind of ridiculous too. And I still got my Jeep payment. I still got a year or two left on it. But that said, I had enough tucked away to get me through this year. <laughs> but I also thought I was going to be uh, installing hotspots through April and May that didn't show up until a few weeks ago. <laughs> so I was anticipating extra income that didn't materialize for months. It's starting to show up now, which I guess better late than never. But now I'm just waiting on... <laughs> waiting on more hotspots. So I'm hoping the Bobcat ones that I ordered, they seem to have their shit together. But yeah, Bobcat seems to have their shit together a little better. Maybe they learned by observation from Calchip and Niebuhr or something. But uh, I'm now in the delivery windows of three of the ten that I've ordered from Bobcat. They say 12 to 20 weeks. So my first delivery window is August 26th to November 26th. And now I'm into October, so I'm like three or four maybe. Might be up to four now. 
different delivery windows I'm waiting on. Hopefully, hopefully soon. I mean, I really want to get those hotspots installed. day of the trip uh, I've been driving for a couple hours now Nashville is only like four and a half hours away so it's not like a big deal um, but I did miss my turn so I'm uh, heading what is this southwest on I-57 about to take exit 40 and flip around so I can get make <laughs> go back like four miles where there was a bunch of semis and a clusterfuck one semi was coming off the ramp. Two semis were trying to go onto the ramp to get onto the exit. And they were, like, going around each other. And exit right. Fall out. Just end up being a whole clusterfuck. So, alright, I'm going to take this ramp real quick. This is kind of funny. Um, my mom is heading down to visit my brother who lives kind of by Chattanooga in Tennessee. I'm heading to Nashville. We knew we were both going to be kind of on the road roughly the same time. And we use Life360, which is an app that you can get that tracks your phone's GPS location. And you can share it however you want. But it's really useful, especially for RVers and van lifers and stuff, um, to keep tabs. So, for example, Gabby... Had she been using Life360 with, say, her parents, um, when she went missing, it would have reported the last location of her phone to her parents, as an example. So I happened to pull it up, just kind of curious, and my mom was like a mile behind me, traveling on the same highway. So I slowed down, gave her a call, she sped up a couple miles. Um, she, she's going to be coming up in my rear view here in like a minute or so. Um, and we're just going to pair up and drive to Nashville together so we can stop off, get gas, and maybe grab some food together. Kind of uh, interesting, small, little... Oh, that's neat. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about Life360, but incredibly useful and a great like safety mechanism. Um, it also has a feature... Uh, and by the way, I'm not sponsored by Live360. So um, it has a feature that you can activate where if you go from over 25 miles per hour to zero, it'll notify everybody in your little circle uh, on Live360 uh, that it seems like you may have been in a car accident and to find out uh, what's going on with you, potentially notify uh, the authorities. You can also set it to automatically notified of the authorities I think but I, I didn't want to do that because like I, I don't know how sensitive that is there's also an SOS button so it allows you to send out an SOS to your circle of friends like let's say this is a horrible hypothetical but I just watched Halloween 2 last night so let's say hypothetically that someone breaks into your house and you don't want to call the police because then there would be sound that they could get uh, drawn to you by um, calling 911, you can go into Life360, hit the SOS, and it'll notify your circle that something is going on and you need help.
So also a very cool feature um, of the app. Anyway, so, nope, I see her in the rear view, uh, rear view now coming up. Okay, so just got me thinking about that. Kind of funny, but also Life360, totally cool. And by the way, also free. I know I've talked previously about how I give myself a project for long drives. Um, last time it was making a Halloween mixtape playlist, which, by the way, is awesome. I need to make sure I include it in the, the notes or whatever. Um, <clears throat> this time, I loaded a crap ton of movies to my phone to upload to my Dropbox. So prior to my life as an RVer, when I was in the military and while I was living in O'Fallon and in a metal band and working as an IT contractor, I had, when I counted, over 800 movies on DVD. And uh, at one point when... I want to say this was like 2008, 2009. It took me about a year, but I found DVD ripping software where I could back my movies up on uh, a hard drive. And when I discovered this, I was like, oh, that's so smart. Why wouldn't you back up your movies? So I went through and started at A because I had everything organized by alphabet. Started at A, and I ripped every single movie and TV show and documentary that I had on DVD to a hard drive, which came in incredibly useful years later when I needed to downsize. I was able to just basically give away or donate all of those movies because I had already re I had already ripped everything. Um, now with cloud storage I've got basically unlimited cloud storage on um, Dropbox so I've started taking all those movies that I have on a hard drive and loading them to my Dropbox so they're accessible on any device that I use anywhere at any time so that's kind of crazy to see that evolution but um, while I'm driving I'm doing that and then I'm putting together my uh, pod kicker playlist of movies by minute I have them a bunch of them downloaded and I there's an uh, inside of the app there's a way to sort them by release date and so I downloaded the first five of every movies by minute and then sorted them all by release date except for Star Wars minute because it had been on for a long time before anybody else started jumping into the movies by minute format. And um, <clears throat> so now uh, I'm bouncing back and forth in between loading movies to my Dropbox and then I'll flip over to the other screen when I start to get a little tired and I'll tap a couple things to my playlist for uh, Podkicker. 
and then if I start to get drippy eyed I flip back and I start loading a couple more uh, pod, uh, uh, movies to my Dropbox and in this way I keep my brain engaged so that way I don't get into that what do they call that that road uh, road hypnotism or whatever it is where you just kind of start to zone out and maybe drift off while you're driving it changes my my focus every once in a while whenever I start to get to that point so that way my brain kind of wakes back up and then once I, I feel a little better I'm now I'm always glancing at the road but I'll stop doing it and just let uh, let my mind go back to just driving or whatever but it's my way with these little projects of keeping myself awake and focused on driving by changing that focus periodically so that way I don't kind of zone out August 5th I'm driving uh, gotta make up the difference so I catch up on uh, my savings account but it got me thinking about kind of the basics uh, I visited a friend yesterday and he was talking about different things that were going on and, you know I don't watch or keep up with the news much I I already kind of know what I believe and I can kind of figure out <clears throat> where I stand on a topic with relative ease <clears throat> because I kind of relate everything to a single starting point I understand that most people do not do this um they tend to go with whatever talking points, you know, are told to them, which is kind of sad, but it is the unfortunate reality. We were talking, and I was just kind of like, you know, I, I've mentioned this to other people before, but it really kind of bears repeating. To have, like, a conversation with somebody he was frustrated because he was trying to explain the differences between what he thought and somebody else thought to them, but they were sticking to this way that they interpret things. And I was like, well, you got to have a starting point, right? Like you got to find an area where you agree first rather than just trying to tackle things from different points of view where you disagree and then think that you can make your way to common ground. You have to start with common ground and then extrapolate outwards. And like, for me, whenever I'm in a situation like that, which is admittedly, you know, it's rare, I kind of just point out, okay, so... If you can agree with this, then we can kind of move out to your topic. But do you agree that the hours of your life belong to you? Generally, I've only come across like one person who doesn't think that. And if you don't think that, then there's just, it doesn't matter what we talk about after that because we don't agree on the most fundamental thing that the hours of your life belong to you. Bump. Ooh. So, from there, you could kind of move outwards. Because, like, if you don't agree with that, then you're saying you don't agree with free will. That you don't believe people 
have the right to make decisions to improve their lives to in whatever ways they think makes sense regardless of whether you agree with that or not so if you agree that the hours of your life belong to you okay so then move outwards so then the next thing you say is okay well you're saying you want me to pay for fill in the blank and you want it to be paid for by the government or whatever it is right um when you say stuff like that then you can kind of build from that starting point of well if the hours of your life belong to you then what you're saying by agreeing to this other thing or disagreeing with it or whatever the case may be you are either contradicting or um reaffirming that belief so in this case um he was talking about paying for pre-k school or something and how it was a horrible idea and they were advertising it as free and obviously it's not right there's no such thing as anything in life being free that's it that's not a thing everything comes at the cost somewhere so you know reverse engineering that topic and going with the area that of agreement was okay the hours of your life belong to you okay so then pre-k school you have to pay the salaries of the people taking care of the children that comes from somewhere who does that come from well it would come from taxes okay so where do taxes come from well they come from you know people that you have to take the money from and where does that money come from well they have to go out into the world and trade hours of their life spent being productive to get it so by saying you agree with quote unquote free pre-k you're saying you also agree with taking hours of people's lives from them against their will to pay for it hours of their lives they never get back they don't get to relive them they're gone forever this isn't a video game there's no one-ups you don't get to play the level over so by agreeing with quote-unquote free pre-k you are arguing against free will and the ability to choose what you do with the hours of your life because they obviously do not belong to you so it's just one of those things like find a common starting point of something that you wholeheartedly agree with and like i said for me it's just a simple statement do the hours of your life belong to you if they say yes, then you can move outwards to whatever the topic is. If they say no, then, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the conversation is. At a fundamental level, they do not agree with you. And it doesn't matter the argument that would ensue afterwards. On that note, I'm going to say goodbye. So, you know, nothing fancy. Goodbye.